man welcome into and it's an experiment welcome into this this beautiful experiment um we're calling it dopio and um i'm i'm just excited i'm excited to to get these ideas out there i'm excited to talk uh with my father um the other half of dopio um you know it's uh it's always a dream of mine to get my voice out there and I've been doing that in plenty of ways and we'll talk about that later but you know this this is just a welcome and it's the beginning and we appreciate you uh, beginning this uh, this journey with us um, I hope that you'll subscribe to the podcast and um, yeah just uh, tune in you know get ready um, it's about to be a lot of fun you um, get serious. We're, we're honest and um, we're ready. We're ready for the moment and we hope you're ready too. So uh, let's get started. Okay, so welcome into, well, this this new experiment um, that we're doing um, called Dopio. I'm, uh, I'm Dante and... Uh, well, this other esteemed individual can, can introduce himself. <laughs> All right. Um, my name is Donnell. So uh, I am the father of Dante, and uh, I'm just here to follow his lead. <laughs> and he's <laughs> following my lead for now, but I think uh, I think he has plenty plenty enough to say. Um, and and we're together. We're Dopio, um, and. Uh, I kind of want to explain a little bit about why Dopio and why that name, but um, I figure we'll get to that later. First, you should probably know who we are. Um, right. So, uh, age before beauty. So, <laughs> so, I'm a, so I'm you, I, I think you mean, so you saying your young age and my beauty are <laughs> my senior age and your beauty. I'm kind of confused there, That's but um, I'll let you go first. Like that. Okay. <laughs> All right. Again, uh, my name is Nanel. Um And it's not always easy to talk about yourself, but even though a lot of people do, but um, I can just start by saying that um, I'm what you would call an introvert who enjoys a good conversation. But at the same time, I have a very diverse past. Um, just for an example, I'm a, not to toot my own horn, I'm a decorated veteran who's also been a convicted felon. Um, I own my past, you know, unapologetically. You know, and my life experiences have brought me to different avenues and different places and allowed me to interact with different types of people. You know, and um, I celebrate that. Um, I don't limit myself to any uh, one experience or any particular choices. That's what makes this endeavor uh, or this experiment, as Dante said, um, so uh, rewarding to me because I get to participate in something the the interchanging of ideas uh, the back and forth uh, with my son and um, you know just uh, two, two different generations bouncing things off each other so yeah and you'll get to know me as time goes on as well so look forward to it looking forward to it cool and, and uh, that kind of leads right into to my spiel um I'm Dante, as I already said. Um, 
there's some overlap between me and my father. He's a, he's a decorated veteran, so am I. Um, so uh, we 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 served in two different eras with uh, <laughs> with much different errors uh, therein. Um, mm-hmm. But I think um, the cool thing about this is, yeah, like there's there's a different generation. We're we're coming from different generations, and I certainly have a different perspective. Um, being that not only that I was a veteran during a different time, but I'm in a completely different place than him. I'm uh, uh, I'm I'm in Japan, and he's uh, he's in the states. So we're looking at life um, in two different areas of time into mm-hmm. areas of, of 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 space and place um so it's it's really cool to connect through that that lens um and we're hoping that like it it works like a kaleidoscope you're seeing all the different and varied colors of of people and you know from that you know you can learn from that um hope, right. hopefully hopefully that's the hope <laughs> at least um mm-hmm. so and and that's that's just it like that's why i called it experiment because you know, we don't know what we're going to get out of it until we put in all the ingredients and sees what happens. You know, um, so, exactly. So yeah, and and every week we'll come to you with uh, some different things, um, but along the same lines, we're just we're just toying with this idea that we should bring voice to the world that's around us, right? Right. I totally agree. And um, also, if anyone, you know. To any of the listeners and anything, if if you have any questions that you want, you know, to 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 ask us, because one thing about this, excuse me, is you know, like like Dante said, it's we're very diverse and we're coming from two different eras and two different errors, and um, it's a unique it's a unique transition of uh, of ideas, you know, and and so feel free to engage us with questions and and things of that nature and. Um, ideas and things that you may want us to talk about because we're both two diverse individuals who covered you know different grounds in our life you know like you said he's in like you said he's in Japan and I'm in the states actually the state is Kentucky um which to some people are like what yeah but yeah Kentucky um so yeah I'm, I'm, I'm we're open to all things uh-huh. That that being said, that let uh, leads right into our first segment. So just give us one second for us to do some little maintenance, and we'll we'll get back into that. Mm-hmm. Okay, so. Whenever you're making a good cup of coffee or an espresso, because, I mean, we're talking about dopio here, you need the steam. So, for our first shot, you know, I'm going to I'm gonna blow off some steam first uh, with this opening, uh, this opening rant. So, you know, it's been a long week. It's been a long week, and uh, there's been a lot of stuff going on, a lot of happenings, um, you know, around the world. You know, I, right now I'm based out of Japan. And so uh, I have this unique perspective perspective, uh, being that I'm uh, American uh, in Japan. And uh, yeah, man, like I'm watching this uh, this whole 
election thing shake down and this whole uh, coronavirus thing shake down and it's a lot man it's a lot to see all of this stuff but you know and it's worrying for for some people you know I don't get so shaken about things like this um, but I wanted to focus in on what's going on in America because it's election season and everyone's going crazy because they want to get rid of Trump or they want to keep Trump or they want to they want to fundamentally change the politics of America and uh, I'm a political guy um, so uh, watching all of this, you know, I get, I get angry, you know, I had to take a break from watching this stuff last year, uh, because I just couldn't, I couldn't divorce my emotions from this and it was affecting everything. It was stressing me out this year. I told myself I would get involved. I'd be more active. Um, and I would, blow off some steam by talking about it as opposed to just bottling it up and just going on Twitter rages. Um, so what upset me and what I'm blowing off steam this week for is Bloomberg. I am unhappy seeing that some of uh, my people, black people, are being swayed by this money man, this swindler. Um, and I say that knowing full well that some people, you know, they need the money. But uh, I, I just can't get behind people selling themselves, um, th- selling their dreams, selling their ideas, uh, selling the future, all because they're desperate. And I get it. I get it. You look, you look up and you see who the president is right now in America and you think, man, I can't deal with another four years of this. We can't deal with another four years of this but I ask you why do you think that selling yourself is the only way to avoid that future what if you were to find out that after you sold your values after you sold out that you lost anyway so now you lost the future you lost your pride, right? And honestly, you lost your standing because I can't respect anybody who sells themselves out. I mean, what what person could? And, and so like this week I'm watching, I'm looking at polling and I'm like, yo, what are these people doing? And I'm seeing these people that are upstanding individuals in the black community and they're taking these checks and then they're giving out endorsements. And I'm like, man, you know what? You might as well have just like stood on a stage, held a sign up with your price. I mean, this is some straight up slavery shit. And I and I hate to use slavery, but honestly, when you're standing up and endorsing someone just because they gave you a check, what are you? I mean, there's only three things I can think of when it comes to people and having a price. You're either a prostitute or you're a slave or you're a sports player. And I don't see any of them with a ball in their hand. I mean, they got on clothes, so I guess they're not a prostitute. So it looks like slavery to me. That's the only thing that's left over. And I hate to see it. You hate to see it. No one wants to see their leaders sell out. Because guess what? 
when you see a leader sell out, you think, oh, maybe I should. Maybe I should sell out too. Maybe this is the only way. It's not. I promise you it's not. And I promise you there will be better better days. But I swear to you this. You sell out today. You'll have nothing left for tomorrow. You'll have no pride left. You'll have no values left. You'll have nothing but, oh, well, at least we won. Or, well, at least we tried. And then what? Shame. That's all that's left. And that's my steam. So let's uh, let's unpack that, okay? Okay, so yeah, I kind of went off. Uh, I went off there, uh, but I mean, I, I think that people should hear from hear from you because I'm. I, I was a little emotional on the topic, but you know what? You know what's behind this guy? What's behind Mister Mister Stop and Frisk himself and the policy that he? that he uh, was behind uh, up in New York? Well, I mean, there's a lot that can be said about it. And and um, I think your emotion is justified. I mean, you know, we're talking about a guy that backed this racist policy that, I mean, basically what he was saying was throw young men against the wall and, and, and pat them down. And so the aggressiveness of it, you know, the torment that came from it, you know, yeah. I mean, if you're on the outside looking in, you say, well, you know, it's a dangerous community and these officers need protection. But the whole thing about this is that you're supposed to be serving and protecting a community, not harassing it, exactly. you know, and leaving, and leaving scars. The psychological effect that, you know, and the trauma that went into this. You know, you 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 flooded a community with police officers. Um, you tormented the the young black men of that community, yeah. and then you wonder why there's a disconnect and a distrust. You know, you run to the corner store to grab some milk. Uh, you know, you're hanging out with your partners, and all of a sudden, you know, officer friendly pulls up, throws you up against the wall you know, pat you all in your private areas, you know, while at the same time, you know, creating this hostile milieu that that, that doesn't say I'm here to help you or protect your community. Exactly. And then you jump in your cars and pull away. I mean, the numbers behind this thing are crazy. I mean, I'm not, I'm, I, I don't have them exactly in front of me at the moment, but, you know, it was somewhere close to like 5 million stop and frisk Close to six million stop and frisk between 2002 and uh, 2012. You know, That's I mean, just insane. And the 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 weapons that were seized during this time period wasn't even didn't even mirror the number of stops. So essentially, what you did was you targeted a community um, that was predominantly black and Latino, and you pretty much stereotyped it. Yeah. So, listen, I mean, and I, and I know I'm running on, but just, just give me a few seconds. So, imagine this. You're, you're sitting at home, you come home from a hard day's work, you know, you're just average Joe, Mr. or Mrs. American. You turn on the news, and automatically the first thing you see is a, a minority community being harassed by police 
but the the news leads off with you know guns found today in such and such community. You're painting a picture. You're targeting people, you know, and then the psychological effects that 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 come from this, the the mental trauma that left the scars that we're not trusted, you know, we're second class citizens, and we're constantly being labeled as this, you know, as people of color. Um, we, we have to carry this, you know, and then we get that title, the angry black man, uh, you know, yeah. the, uh, the mis the misguided uh, people of color, the youth today, you know? So yeah, I mean, this, 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 this dude back the policy that, that not only targeted, but harassed and, and scarred a community. So, yeah. Yeah. I, and, and, and see that that compounds the effect of this guy running for president. Like, it, I mean, like to to extend your metaphor, to extend your metaphor. Now, picture that same that same household, you know, six years later, sorry, eight years later, seeing the guy who was behind the policy that maligned their community saying, I'm the solution to all your problems that you have with the current racist president. Bro, you're just as racist, and we've seen it. At least with Trump, right. there's there's some sort of ambiguity. There's some innuendo. <laughs> like, there's no actual, well, I mean, aside from putting kids in cages and calling black countries shithole countries, but if you can if you can look outside of that and think it's just about economics and immigration, which, okay, you're you're pretty ignorant to think that, but whatever. To, to go back to my metaphor, if you can say, that, oh, I'm going to pick this racist who I've seen his policy of racism. I've heard his voice on audio talking about how racist he is and how much he believes in the fact that he understopped. That's that's the part that kills me. He said, and I, I'm, I'm paraphrasing, um, but he said that he believes that they stopped more white people than they should have stopped and they didn't stop yeah. more black people. Are you outside your mind? Are you outside your mind? And then he thinks that, like, and and here's the, this is the part that kills me. He puts a billion dollar, this billion dollar campaign up and black people are forgetting. They're forgetting everything that he's done. That same same household is like, you know what? He might be the solution. That kills me. Yeah, I I, I, I struggle. I, I struggle with that, man. You know, um, when when someone of this caliber of racism or, or, or just you know the hatred that spews from this cat, you know how could we forget? You know, and and I think that it almost goes back to our forgiving nature. You know, we've always had a I don't know a forgiving nature. Uh, um, we get amnesia you know, at, at the past and we're we're so willing to forgive and 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 forget to our own detriment, man. I yeah. mean, this guy, I, I I got one of his quotes here in front of me. Um he said, I have apologized for taking too long to understand the impact of stop and frisk on black and Latino communities. I inherited, check this out, I inherited stop and frisk. In an effort to stop gun violence, it was overused. I cut it back by 95%. I should have cut it back soon. Listen to this apology. 
I have apologized for taking too long to understand the impact. When I take too long to do something, usually when I take too long to do something, that means I don't really want to do it. Exactly. Exactly. If I put something off, that's because it's not that important to me. Exactly. And his apology is one-sided. I apologize for taking too long. Not I apologize for stop and frisk. Exactly. The entire policy was bad. And and, yeah. here, and to go into the quote that you said to unpack it a little bit further, like he's saying that he he did he inherited it. Okay, he inherited it like like someone inherits money, but they love spending the money. He yeah. inherited yeah. Like, I, I, like 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 someone left a leftover leftover lasagna in the refrigerator, and he enjoyed that delicious lasagna because he thought yeah. it was delicious. Right, right. I mean, I got my hand up and I'm calling bullshit because um, this dude enforced it. It became the law of the land. You know, it was it was what he stood on. He didn't just enforce it. He didn't just enforce it. He defended it in court. He sued to protect it. Exactly. Exactly. You know, so I mean, this, this, and, and, and to to imagine him president, I, I mean, even you know, to have the audacity to to think that he could run for president is 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 beyond me, man. And the support that he's getting, you know, this dude has billions. He's flooding the airways in certain communities, um, the radio airways, and 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 the TV uh, airways. With, with, with this propaganda and this bull, you know, he's yeah. kissing the baby, showing up at the black churches, you know, and people are beginning to drink the Kool-Aid. And, Keep drinking what? the Kool-Aid exactly. and, and, and watch the heartburn you get. Ex- exactly. And, and I guess like um, he has a, uh, he's been talking about like places he's going and, and all the black caucuses that are um, supporting him. And all I can think of is like, so you you're just choosing a different set of chains, huh? Like you're just choosing yeah. a different master, like, and that's why you you know. And I'm gonna talk about this guy a little bit later when we talk about like in, influencers and in Black history and things like that. But uh-huh. um, uh, a man by the name of Killer Mike, uh, one like of Killer favorite, Mike, yeah, one of my favorite rappers. He said, uh, "Kill your masters." Like, yeah. stop trying to choose new masters. Like, and then, mm-hmm. and that's all that's happening right here. They're like, oh well, this one billionaire that's in office right now is a POS. But if I get a new master, you know, he's got he's got billion billions, so he'll yeah. be better. Yeah. Oh, okay. And see, and, and, and I'm I, I just I'm gonna take that a little step further. You know, when we're looking at at the people who are running for president and the president, I come from a position where I don't like any of them. I'm not. A, I mean, and I know you have your pick. Yeah. You know, and we'll, and we'll 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 go back and forth over that later. But yeah. I'm not a fan of any of them. You know, because I don't know. Beware of people who come with smiling faces and promising gifts. Beware of people who who claim to identify with your issues, but yet have never lived your issues. You know, also, you know, one of the things that Killer Mike says is we're the only people who let our oppressors educate us. 
Yeah. You know, yeah. And 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 they do it so eloquently that we believe they have our best interests at heart. And when that's crazy. It is, it is. It's it's completely it's it's insane to think that the person who wants to keep you down cares enough about you to educate you, to educate your children. You know. Yeah. And so yeah. Know, and I know how that brainwashing can go though, because you know, when I was a teenager, I was I was like, oh, well, I'm a young conservative, blah, 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 blah. Mm, that's the Kool-Aid. Like, yeah. not, yeah. not maligning anybody who's conservative. I mean, there are people in the black church community that don't like certain lifestyles and they're socially conservative and so on and so forth. But understand where the roots of your beliefs come from. If the root of your mm -hmm. beliefs come from the book that you read and the God that you swear to, okay, that's one thing. But remember whose God that is. Like, mm -hmm. and, and then also, like, if you don't, if that's not where you get your policy, if you get your policy from, uh, from the other God, which is money, remember who that money's coming from and who bled for that money. Like, so, exactly. I mean, at this, like, no matter how you slice it, if you're not an individual, like, or in, and you don't protect that individuality, that individual mind, you're just going to be either a sheep or a slave. Exactly. And we, and we know, yeah, and we all know what happens to the sheep. It gets yeah. led to slaughter. Exactly. Yeah, and we know what the we know what happens to the slave. He becomes mentally in bondage for generations to come. Exactly. You know, so and 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 I was never a conservative, a young conservative, you know, but I, I've had some conservative ide you know ideologies and, and principles, but one thing I learned at a very young age, the most important question you can ever ask is why? Oh, yeah. Why am I having to do this? Why is this being taught to me? I remember, and uh, I don't want to go too far, too far down this rabbit hole, but I remember in the seventh grade, a social studies class, we, uh, we talked about the Civil War, you know, and then we just jumped into something else. And I asked the teacher, I said, well, why was the Civil War fought? You know, why can we go more in detail about that? And he said, and I remember it like it was yesterday. That's not important right now. It's you know, and yeah, I said, so, and I asked, I said, so all these, and, and, and coincidentally around this time, uh, they were re-airing Roots on TV and you know, my parents, your grandparents sat me down and, and, and made me watch it, you know, but they only had to make me watch it for the first 15 minutes because after that, I wanted to watch it. You know, I was invested. So my question was, why? You know, and I could never get a good answer back then. You know, it was it was my future educators that uh, helped me understand why, the economics behind it. So when you're saying the other guy, the money, you know, the money has always been a part of it. So when we have uh, leaders like Trump and um, uh, Bloomberg, you know, and, and all these other ones come from wealth, you know, who lack the humble beginnings, you know, yeah. it makes me wonder, you know, if, the, if this is their God, you know, what kind of minister to us are they going to be? You know, <laughs> what type of shepherd are they going to exactly. be? Exactly. Exactly. And so, something tells me that they're not going to be the kind of kind of caring shepherd 
that's going to lead their flock to safety. Hell no. <laughs> they want the so, wool off our back. Yeah, exactly. So, and, and you know, and, and and jumping back into the 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 main uh, the main topic of uh, of this individual, you know, it, mm-hmm. I I just like and I, I could I could go on and on and on and on and on about how angry I am with people, but at the end of the day, I know what this is. It's desperation, and that makes me sad. It makes me truly sad that such a prideful people that 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 say that they're prideful, like black pride this for the culture that like <laughs> all of this and then you sell yourself right. well, so well, it, let me ask you something real quick on, yeah. on, on that the generations um the generation the generational divide what generation do you see more willing to drink the kool-aid on this that's that's you know that's buying into this you think it's more my generation uh your generation or the you know the the i don't like saying the millennials but the um you know that generation real talk it's yours it's yours okay it's not it's not mine because and and here's here's the thing like if you look at the polling data which i look at every morning um (laughs) i look like i look at the morning console uh, polling data for all of the nominees and i see who like the demographics for who supports whom most young black people, 35 and under, they support Bernie Sanders. It just is what it is. Mm -hmm. But, but the older black voter is less hopeful. They're more like people say they're more pragmatic. I, I don't like that because pragmatism means that you can weigh the differences between hope and reality. No, they're not pragmatic. They're cynical. <clears throat> They've seen a world that beat them that beat them up when they tried to go to the same schools as each other. They tried to get the same rights as everyone else. They got beat up for that. They died in other people's wars that they wanted no part in. They watched their heroes get maligned and destroyed in public. They watched uh, they watched Rodney King get beat on TV live. Then, like. Then you had the crack epidemic, which is all going on in the background of all of this. No one helped them like they're helping the people in this opioid crisis. Then they get, they get into the, the early 2000s and they see that they're sending our people off to war again because war always hurts the economically impoverished. And then like to, to top it off, after having eight years of the first black president, they go ahead with the white lash of putting Trump in there. Of course, they're cynical. Of course. And you know what? I, I, I cannot, as much as I enjoy to, I cannot disagree with you on this. You know, everything you said is true. You know, after you've been beat down so much and for so long, it becomes a choice between the devil you know and the devil you don't know. And I don't agree with my my generation and the generations, um, you know, the older generations, you know, my parents' generation, uh, for going with this dude or supporting this dude, you know, and I see uh, what you're saying in regards to, you know, the cynicism that uh, that promotes him. However, you know, 
and this is not easy for me to say, after a period of time of being beaten down for so long, you know, the lines start to become a little blurred and you just want peace. You know, you just want, you just want the bleeding to stop, you know, and it's gotten to the point to where with Trump, Trump went so far right with this shit, with this stuff that Bloomberg appears to be, you know, a little, uh, what is it? Uh, just a little right from center instead of far, far right. You know, and, and people are being led astray by this, you know. But also, when you go over to the left with the, you know, like your generation is 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 um, wanting to feel the burn, so to yeah. say. Yeah. I'm, 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 I'm not. Let's see. What's the word I'm looking for? I'm not I'm not in, I'm not really impressed with Bernie Sanders. either. You know, what I'm saying he's not Bloomberg. That's for damn sure. You know. But I'm just I'm just not sold on, on, on Bernie in in the regards that he he's gonna be our savior. You know, and, and I, I'm from the old school where the only way we gonna save, we're gonna be saved is if we save ourselves. You know, but and that, but that's I, what he's I, saying I, though. <laughs> I mean, that's what he's saying. I know and I know we're getting ready to dive into this, but you know Yeah, yeah, we are. <laughs> let's, let's go let's go let's go let's go in. Actually, yeah, uh, okay, let's go ahead and switch over to that. Go go ahead. Yeah. So I'm mean, okay. He um you say that's what he's saying, but I don't see a pathway to this. If he is elected, and that's a big ass if, if he is elected, he's still dealing with a Republican Senate, a Republican um Supreme Court, you know, and 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 I think what Bush, I'm not Bush, but uh Trump has um signed more Republican federal judges, I think over a hundred and something, you know, how is he, how is he going to get anything done? Is he going to executive order everything? I'm glad how, you I, asked. I'm glad I, you asked because okay. I, like, because I, like, I, um, I usually ask these questions and then like, I write down my questions and then I research the answer. Like, mm-hmm. and then I, and then I test the Great answer. Problem. Like, how could, how could this possibly work? And mm-hmm. I'll, before I begin with my my answer, I will ask you a question. And sure, you you were just being born, so I don't anticipate that you know this. Um, but mm-hmm. I'm going to ask you because I'm positive that um, that granddad and and my grandmother uh, said something about it. But did anyone just give black people their civil rights? Was it just given? Well- well, hell no. No, like it took like it took massive. What was the word? Movement, you would say? Yeah, it's a, it's well, I it, it it took more than a move. It 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 took it took four four girls being burned in a church. It took Emmett Till's closed casket. It took riots in Watts. It took watching a nation burn. And beaten and hosed and bit by dogs. It, it it took Martin Luther King being assassinated. It took it took so much, you know, and, and it, it goes beyond the move. You know, so but um, that but that that is a product of the move like uh, not a product of the movie, that's a consequence of the movement. 
Like for every action, and we're scientifically speaking, for every action is an equal and opposite reaction. There's a snapback. Right. Like, so, so okay, yeah. so I, I, okay, I see, I see where you're going with this, but what my what my parents and grandparents went through is nothing. I mean, well, it's everything, but you can't compare it to to what Bernie is trying to do. Because by doing so, you kind of minimize what... what no, no, what, no, no, what, no, 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 no. That's not what I'm doing. What okay. I'm doing All right, well, I'm, I'm talking about methodology. Like, okay. the poor, like the movement, the Poor People's Campaign, the same kind of movement that Martin Luther King had back during the civil rights movement <laughs> of the 60s is the same kind of movement that we're talking about today. It's not going to be a savior. And, and I hate... When people say, oh, well, this guy isn't our savior, wait to be saved and you'll find that no savior will come. Like, this is not a, a book. It's not a movie. It's not uh, like, I wish it was a comic book, but it's not. There's no special powers that's going to be bestowed upon the, the, the weak to make them mighty. That's not happening. So, like, I agree. so people who vote with the idea of a savior are foolish. Like, even if they vote for Bernie, you're a fool because you'll vote for him. And on the next day after he's inaugurated, you'll wonder where your check is. You'll wonder why the things you wanted haven't happened yet. That's foolish. But what I will say is that he wants a movement of people. Now, why? Why would he want that movement? Because he knows that at the end of the day, the senators answer to the people. If you can't go home because everybody there is waiting on you, you start to do things better because you want to be able to come home. Like, and this we've seen this before with certain uh, with certain senators. Like they mm -hmm. voted differently because they didn't like they knew when they got home, there was a belt waiting for them. Just like you, when you were a little kid. Like you knew you messed up in school. Yeah, exactly. You knew you messed up in school and you know what's happening when you come home. Right. So, so like and, either, but but and, and I I dig everything you're saying, man. I really do. You know, you you get you you get the people worked up into a lather to to the point to where they want systematic change across the board. We don't only want a new president; we want a whole different representative body. You exactly. know, that's going to back this president. Now, my thing about that, and I and I get the change has to start somewhere. You know, but. I just find it hard to believe that the type of change that you're talking about is going to be reflective and, 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 and beneficial in a timely, in a timely manner. You know, when, when these Republicans come and I, tr and I truly believe there's going to be some truth to be born from what these Republicans have done. There's going to be oh, some yeah. backlash from what oh, they've yeah. done just in the past two years. Um, but will it be enough? Because like like we just like like we said at the beginning of this, you know, when talking about Bloomberg, there's a um, a some type of systematic amnesia that tends to come in. You know, I remember the excitement and sitting on the couch every night, you know, watching, you know, flipping from CNN to MSNBC to, to headline news and all of that uh, when Obama was uh, when President Obama was being elected. Um, yeah. The excitement that came from that, you know. Oh. Yes, we yes we can. 
hope and the fire behind all that. And then once he was elected, it was business as usual. You know, right. people people start people start that that fire didn't turn into a uh, a all-consuming right, an all-consuming flame that scorches the earth. You know, the excitement quails. You know, we are people with short attention spans. But that's the thing. Like, that wasn't, like, I don't think that was a movement. I think that was a, like, people viewed Barack Obama as a savior. And, 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 of course, you don't think people, wait a minute, you don't think a majority of your generation looks at Bernie as a savior? He's going to stop, he's going to, he's going to end your student debt. What's he's the got motto? this healthcare plan. You don't What's think people motto? look at him as a say, huh? What's the motto? Not What's me. the motto? What do you mean? Us. The motto for the campaign is not me, us. And Thank Obama's you. motto was, yes, we can. So it's yeah, all, in, but, he, they're both using all inclusive terms. Yeah, which, but like when, which, but when Barack Obama said, yes, we can, what did he end up like what was his policies? His policies weren't progressive. His policies were the same neocon policies that Hillary Clinton was talking about. The only difference is, go ahead. Go ahead. No, no, go ahead. The only difference is, whenever he got elected, like we assumed, we assumed that the color of his skin was going to color the content of his cabinet, and it did to a certain extent. There were things that that went really well. But when he got a little bit of backlash, he couldn't he handle it. Yeah. He backed like, off. And I can't blame him. They were going to kill that man. Like, no one could tell me otherwise. They were going to kill him. And I, see, that's we differ there. I do blame him. I do blame him. You know, when, you take, when, you, when you run for the highest office of the land as a black man, you should know your days is numbered. Just like yeah. Malcolm and just like Martin did. You know, they knew that they they knew they wouldn't long for this world for the things that they were saying and doing. He had an opportunity to change some things. You know, when he got on TV talking about um, um, uh, Trayvon Martin could have been my son. You know, yeah. he looks like me. There should there should have been a clean wipe across the board, and he never took that shot. So, with that being said, you know, we look at Bernie. Not what did, would you say? Not me, but us. Yeah, okay. not me, us. Not me, us. Okay, mm. all right. So I'm supposed, and, and and this is my cynicism. This yeah. is my 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 five decades on this planet, experiencing the things that I've experienced and witnessed. Man, what makes all that? This is what this is what my circle said. Yeah, all that shit sounds real good, but once you get in there, you know what you gonna do. Okay. What you really gonna do? What's what, what's what's the agenda behind it? You know, so that's a good question. And I think I, I think I, I I, I responded to a tweet of yours a while back, a few well last week. Yeah, I remember. I was listening to Yeah, I was listening to his, uh, um, his victory speech uh, from New Hampshire, and he he sounded to me like that kid in high school who's running for president, talking about there's going to be more vending machines. We're going to have chocolate shakes for everybody, and. We're only going to go to school for half a day. You know, it appeals to a a specific demographic and that demographic supports him. But he can only do what the staff, the school faculty allows him to do. 
Yeah, but and the, right difference, now, the difference is, though, the kids in that school that you're using, like, those kids didn't control anything. The difference this time is it's a college campus that we're talking about. And, yeah, they do have control because they pay the tuition. So if they all just stop paying, then the school shuts down. There is no faculty. So we can use we can use that same metaphor, but it doesn't extend to the cynicism that you want. But then there still comes that 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 um that amnesia, you know, that after a period of time, people get lulled to sleep. You know, your generation and 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 the younger part of your generation, um, you know, the 21, 22, 23, 24 year olds you know, life is going to start to happen. They're not, they're going to graduate from college. They're going to have this debt and they're going to have to go to work. They ain't going to have time to, 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 to rally and, and be the burnmeisters or, or, or whatever. You know, things are going to happen in their life that they're going to have to pay more attention to. You know, so that, that youthful, that youthful exuberance to, to want to rally against the machine, um, it's going to fade, man. It's happened See, in every generation. The funny thing every, is, every, but go ahead. I'm gonna let you finish, and then I'll I'll, I'll finish. Yeah, I mean it, it. It it happens in every generation. My generation, you know, back when Clinton was being elected and, and things of that nature, and him coming on our Arsenio Hall show playing the sax, man, we were like, ah, oh, yeah, yeah, we finally got us one. But what ended up happening with that? Like you you talked about the crack epidemic. You know, and 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 the war on drugs. We mm. ended up become, we ended up becoming POWs of that war. Yeah. You know, we ended up becoming you know um, was the collateral damage. Yeah. You know, so um, I've seen this movie before. You know, and 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 I know how it ends. And 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 it's and and it, I know it's it's kind of disheartening to 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 say that. To a younger generation, you know, I want I want the generations up under me to be optimistic and and I and I love the fight, but at at, at my stage of the game, I'm just not convinced. I th- I think we need a move. We need another civil rights move. But okay, you know, and so, I okay. so I'm a, I'm gonna stop you at that note. The I okay. need another civil civil rights movement because like because the same this like. Just like your generation is saying to this generation, I don't think it's going to happen. Y'all need to sit down. Y'all need to do more of this. Y'all are going to forget. We got it. We got a little bit better now than we had it. Y'all are going to mess this up for all of us. That's the same thing that what people were saying in the 60s. It was the same yeah. thing that people were saying when the Emancipation Proclamation probably happened. Like, master's good mm-hmm. to us. I don't know why y'all going to go and mess this up. We's good. We's having it good now. Like nah, nah, yeah. nah but hold on, hold on, that wasn't us though. We were, we was from we was from that Nat Turner clan. We we oh, no. okay, okay. <laughs> we were the fighters. Okay, I'm just saying because like yeah, I, yeah, but I can say yeah, yeah. Mass ain't never been good to us. Yeah, exactly. So I like, <laughs> I, I like nah, I, I've always been on Team Kill the Masters. So no, right, <laughs> right, right. So like, but but the the thing is, the civil rights movement does not begin with the movement. It begins with a seminal event. It could be something like uh, something as, as simple as someone not getting up on a bus. Mm-hmm. Or it can, be, it can begin with something larger. It can be 
a, a symbolic movement of, of people electing this old man, this 73 year old man who has nothing to gain from this. He has nothing to gain. Like you're like, oh, well, he has power to gain, but no, he really doesn't have power to gain from this because like he knows his days are numbered, like literally his days are numbered. <laughs> so yeah, yeah. Like, I mean, yeah, like his he like his family, he came from Nazi his family came from Nazi Germany. He has no family left. Like who better like for me? I, when I think about who can relate to the people, I think about who can be the most empathetic to suffering. Right? Okay. And, and so, like, when I, I know that you have a cynicism about what he can deliver, I, 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 I absolutely agree with the idea that he cannot change anything by himself. I absolutely agree with that. However, well, I let think me ask that, you. Go ahead. Go ahead. I'm sorry. No, 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 please. Um, well, let me ask you this. If Bernie brings everything, if he stands behind and puts action to everything that he's saying, and who who's gonna be his torchbearer? Who's gonna be who's gonna who's gonna be um who's gonna pick up the torch, you know, when his starts to fade? AOC. Who who, who? AOC? <clears throat> yeah. 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 Okay. Can't, can't stop her. <laughs> can't shut her up. I don't know if you've ever told no. a woman to shut up. And you, it don't work no, out well. No. <laughs> no, no, it don't turn out too well. You know, but, but my concern is just, you know, who, you know, you say AOC. Okay. I just don't, I just don't know if there's going to be enough people already in power. Because a lot of a lot of Democrats are, are kind of distant themselves from Bernie, you yeah, know. There's a lot. So I mean, and 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 that says something within itself. No. You know, I mean, well, it does say something, but I don't think we're we're thinking about the same message it says. Okay. Because the the message that a lot of a lot of progressives are getting, and I think it's important to distinguish progressives from Democrats, um, in this mm -hmm. way. Um, we're getting the message that, oh, the Democrats are just as corrupt as the Republicans. They're taking the same kind of money. They're just taking it from different people than the Republicans. Oh, they're all in on this. Oh, Trump being elected. Yeah, they're talking a good game about how terrible this is, but they're still getting richer. Like, so, oh, y'all are protesting about Bernie. Thank you for telling us what side you're on. You're not on the side of the people. You're on the side of the money. And that's cool. Thanks. Thank you for letting us know where you stand. So we know who to primary. Like, because that's what I loved about the AOC primary. You know, she she didn't have to run for office if the Democrat already in office, right? Uh, she right. was like, yeah. nah, this dude isn't doing what he needs to do for our community. So you know what? I'm going to go ahead and go over here and take his job. And that's exactly what she did. Why? Not because she was rich. Not because she had the backing of a bunch of powerful people in Congress. As a matter of fact, they don't like her very much. But what she no, did do was get the people in her community involved. And that's how you change things. Community by community, you change things. And that's how we win. We don't win by one person saying, yes, we can, or not me, not, or not me, us. And then the hashtag carries us to victory. 
No, the victory is in your community. Like the results happen after that change happens. Like, and and I don't, I, I don't disagree with you. In fact, I will go as far as to say that I hope and I pray that you're right. I hope, I hope that, I hope what you're saying, and and what you believe, comes to fruition. Before, before, before my my time ends on this earth, I would love for that to happen. But I'm see, just saying, I I know you I'm say just that, but that, like, that, that I'm not optimistic about. And, if anything, and that's fine. If, if anything, I would go as far as to say I'm extremely cautiously optimistic. That's why, you know, I'm I'm not leaning to either side. I think this is yeah. one of the first times in my life when it comes to a presidential election that I'm in I'm in wait and see mode. I'm not grabbing any pom poms or any cups of Kool Aid and drinking from any particular uh, uh, pitcher. Um, I'm just kind of like a wait and see mode. You know, I know I don't like what we got, and I'm not too impressed with you know everybody else on that on that Democratic stage. I like what he's saying, but that shit almost sounds too good to be true. So I'm just gonna I'm just gonna fall back and 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 see you know where the embers fly and what what begins to burn um, in the coming months. You know, I like that. Uh, what begins to burn? See what you did there. Oh, see, I, I didn't even go there. I didn't see, even yeah, go there. See, it's in your mind. It's in your no, mind. No, no, it's not. <laughs> it truly is. You know, but I mean, I have a, I still have a little steam debt. I'd like to get rid of all that. I mean, it, like I said, it, it all sounds good. It all yeah. sounds good. But um, I just, I'm just, you know, in a wait and see pattern, man. I'm just in a wait and see pattern, you know. And and I hope, I hope. What you what what you know your generation is trying to do in this regard, it all it all um, it bears fruit. I'll just say that that it bears yeah. fruit. And and to like to finish like um, to finish to to wrap this all up with a bow. As for your generation, mm-hmm. I hope that that cynicism like doesn't interfere with the hopes of of their progenitors, their generation, or sorry, not progenitors, but their um, their progeny, the the people that are coming after them because what i fear most is that the older generation like in this in this particular conversation the older black generation is sabotaging the younger black generation like that's what that's that's Mm, man that's that's, that sounds hey hey that sounds like a topic for another discussion right there (laughs) yeah let's let's say that because that 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 is the older generation uh, is the it's the older black generation sabotaging the younger black generation. That almost uh, sounds like an indictment. <laughs> you know? I, I'm not. You know what? We'll, we'll we'll save that one for next week because that that one, that yeah, one might yeah, be yeah, an that, entire that, hour by yeah, itself. That, that, you kind you you kind of swung at me with that one, man. No. It <laughs> <laughs> sounds to me like you you hold on to some animosity or something. No, no, you got no, to no. more get off your chest. But uh. <laughs> Oh yeah, I I, I really I felt that one. <laughs> you know, but, uh, well, uh, yeah, we 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 will definitely I will circle that one on on the uh, on my calendar for next week. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But go ahead. But, yeah, the, like hopefully, uh, hopefully hope prevails. But yeah, we'll we'll jump into the broader topic of the generational divide next week. Um. So, um. Yeah, like so that that was a that was a great segment. Um. 
Yeah. How about we? How about we talk about some good stuff? All right. What's good? What's good? All right. Um, you first. This is you a segment. <laughs> All right. This segment was good. Is I mean, there's so much negativity going on out there. Um, what's good is 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 kind of the thing that we seen or uh, we witnessed this week. Uh, that was good, you know. And for me, it was something real simple. You know, it wasn't a fireman rescuing a kid's cat from a tree. Uh, you know, it wasn't, you know, something. To, for me, it was a conversation. I had a conversation this week at work. Um, and I usually don't talk to anybody at work. I usually have my headphones on and listening to other podcasts uh, or something. And um, this lady, you know, this uh, white lady, uh, a little younger than me, you know, stopped me. And we just started to talk. And the conversation was so wonderful that, you know, before I, when I looked up, we had been standing there talking for about an hour. We talked about our wow. children. We talked, we talked about our children. We talked about, you know, um, our different schools, our different backgrounds. And it was a pleasant conversation. You know, it, 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 it crossed so many different lines that when I left the conversation, I, I felt full. You know, mm. I, I was reminded that um, that it doesn't matter where we come from. It, it's so much more important that we meet people where we are and we accept them for that. So yeah. that that conversation, I mean, we, we went as far as to talk about garden. You know, I want to plant some roses this spring. You know, mm. and she was telling me where to get them at and this and that. So my what's good is that be open to conversations with people that you normally wouldn't talk to. You know, yeah, yeah that's I a was big blessed one. by it. So that's my what's good, man. That's a good one. Yeah, like I, <laughs> I some, I, like I need to do that more often. Like just re- talking and and being open to the random encounters and conversations. Um, and that's something that's something that's rare here in Japan. Just culturally, you don't get a lot of random conversations. But so that's a that's a treasure that I that I'm gonna I'm hopefully gonna be running into. Uh, my my something good so my something good is not really a conversation it's actually kind of a solo thing um okay so like today i was just on the train and uh like i i take the train everywhere here because it like i'm happily not driving um it's a train it's a train world here um public transportation world here in japan and uh just taking a train and like just seeing families and like I guess like when you're so wrapped up in, in in all of the negative things in the world and the politics and you know I'm a school teacher so like I have plenty of time with kids so it's not like I don't see kids it's seeing the love within families and it was just mm. just not any one particular family it was just a bunch of different ones and for Japan it's so it's so huge because like um, the population is decreasing not as many people are having families. And just seeing families enjoying time together uh, on a rainy Sunday, like on a train, just like some were playing like games, like on their their Nintendo Switch or some were were doing coloring books with their kids on the train. Like it was a beautiful thing and um, a little bit envious. You know, I don't have I don't have any uh, kids yet, uh, but yeah, I noticed yeah <laughs> don't rush me don't rush me but but I, like but it was just beautiful to see and it just reminded me of just like like the fact that 
within all of the problems that we have in this world, there's always like there's something to go back to and something to remind you of how good the world really is. And for some people, it's their family. Um, for me, of course, like I have like some family, I'm, I'm talking to family right now and that that's great. Um, yeah. But but it's just finding the good in all of this negative stuff. And that's why I'm so happy that we're doing this segment on what's good is because like just that little bit of good can go a long, long way. So that was, yeah. my, that was my thing. So I was yeah. really happy. And, and, I, and I did. Yeah. I mean, you know, the idea of watching a family play together and, and, and the whole, I mean, you painted a picture right there. You know, the, I could see the kids on the, on the train and the coloring books and, you know, the interaction. And, and I think today, um, with social media and, and 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 the craze with cell phones that, you know, families don't interact like they used to. Yeah. You know, I, I, rem- I remember as a kid, you know, um, your, your grandmother, we would have picnics in the backyard. Uh, we mm-hmm. would all go bike riding together, you know, stuff like that. And wow. you just, in my, every, in my everyday life, I don't see that. You know, I see, I see parents, um, you know, at, at, at Little League games, um, you know, trying to uh, push their kid to become the next, you know, uh, Tom Brady or something. But it's it's not that family love, you know. Yeah. And um, that's that's what's good right there. That's yeah. what's good. Yeah. Well, I think on the good stuff, we should just wrap things up. Um, I didn't get to talk about what Dopio is, but, you know, I just just as a parting shot. Dopio is just a double shot to wake you up. Like uh, Dopio is Italian. It's a double shot of coffee to wake you up. And, and we hope that the double shot of me and my father um, wakes you up to something. Maybe it's something that's going on in the world or the good stuff. Uh, what do you got to uh, end things that? Yeah, I mean, I, 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 I like that. I wasn't expecting a title like that. But when you, when you broke it down to me, a double shot, you know, of a, uh of something to wake you up, you know, hopefully this is what this format can be. And I think if we can leave you with anything this week, you know, um, off of everything we talked about from the stop and frisk to uh, the cynicism of my generation and the optimism of my son's generation is that, you know, even though we come from different places and different times and we may not always agree, but we can agree that we do need each other. You know, and that we both have a role to play, you know, and um, to my generation, you know, listen to the younger generation, you know, <laughs> they might be on to something. And to your generation, don't get, uh, don't discount your elders. <laughs> <laughs> never, never. That. We can still never whoop that. that ass if we have to. <laughs> you got to catch me. You got to catch me first. You got to catch me. But no. See, like, that's, uh... that's the thing. You'll slow down. <laughs> 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 but yeah you're you're right you're right well that's that's our our episode this week and thank you guys for listening uh please yeah, hit hit that subscribe button so you can uh get us the next time we're we're talking we're trying to do this weekly uh this is a pilot so of course you know um we'll switch some things up and see how it works out but like we really appreciate you listening and um we do yeah we do yeah we'll see you next week thanks later Yeah, thanks for listening.